Conscious. We are three women here to tell you everything you need to know about skincare and medical aesthetics. So in our first episode, we talked about where should you go first when you're uh, looking to take care of your skin. So I am Trina. I'm a veteran esthetician here in Los Angeles for about 16 years now with my two co-hosts. We got Dr. Vicki Rappaport over here. Say hi. Hello, everybody. She's also been in the business for two lifetimes. And then we have Julie.com over here, our overly educated consumer. Hi, Julie. Hi. Welcome Happy back. to be here. Thank you. So today we want to talk about Botox. It's uh, something that I think everybody's heard of, but I feel like a lot of people are confused about. And a lot of people think, should I do it? Um, do I need it? Do I need it? What is it? Some people think that Botox are, is fillers, but Botox is really a numbing agent, right, Vicki? A muscle relaxer. A muscle relaxer. So it's a is muscle. Is it really? Yes. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. I mean, let's, let's just, know. let's really, I mean, I usually start with Vicki, I mean, with Julie, but I want to ask Vicki really quick because I think there's a lot of confusion around Botox because they think that Botox is a poison that, that you're putting into your brain, basically. And that's kind of the fear, I think, behind people getting Botox. And so I just want to first start out with saying what Botox actually is. Okay. And then let's talk about why people get it. You can just so, dispel the myth, but I haven't heard poison in the brain. Well, oh. you don't wash people's faces and, and, <laughs> and you know stare at them for hours like Petrina does right. all day long. So this is what you hear. Well, yes, because people are like, isn't that botulism? I mean, mm -hmm. Botox is botulism. It's basically a poison that you're injecting into your forehead, okay. which is like into Words. Your brain. Yeah. We're not using those words no. because the reps will be very angry with you. Allergan will be very angry with you. Well, this no, is what people, people say. I know, I know. I'm yeah, just saying, so, but we don't want people but, to even hear that on our podcast. Well, <laughs> so I think a lot of people have, but it is not correct, That's Dr. Correct. Vicky. So, so what is actual Botox? Botox is a purified protein made from the bacteria that causes botulinum toxin. So it should never mistake Botox for botulinum toxin. They're very, very different. So what injectable Botox is, is basically a protein. You're injecting something very safe, very sterile, very vetted, very controlled. It's been around, it was FDA approved in 2002, actually when I finished my residency, mm. perfect timing. Um, and it's injected into very specific muscles of the face to help improve wrinkles and it basically just relaxes the muscle so when you know the anatomy of the face you inject it into the specific muscle that causes the lines that the person doesn't want anymore and you would re relax that muscle so the line disappears ah. it's fda approved for many other things as well but you know we're talking about the wrinkles today but just so you know it's fda approved for axillary hyperhidrosis which is sweating it's approved for dystonia which a neck dystonia which is neck muscle spasms it's approved for migraines it's approved for bladder problems bladder spasms mm. so it's basically a muscle relaxer for many medical problems also uh, like tmj right it's not fda approved for that oh. but we use it for that yes okay. we use it for enlarged masseter muscles um it's it's basically become a workhorse in medicine truly truly a workhorse in medicine and basically relaxes muscles correct for short periods of time that's the key i think right so for like three months usually is yeah. about how long it lasts the well the package insert says three to four months three to four months yes okay so um 
Julie. Yes. Dot com. Mm -hmm. So do you use Botox, right? I do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So what do you use it for? Um, maybe for the uh, vertical line that I sometimes have. Um, in between your eyebrows? In between my eyebrows. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Which are called I've, the 11s. I've used it on top of my brows just to give a little tiny forehead lift. Um, I guess I've had it in my neck before. We were talking about that earlier. It didn't do anything for me. I don't and think you had enough in your neck, but I love it. injecting Botox in the neck. What do neck. you put Botox in the neck for? Same thing. Lines. It, the platysmal bands, these bands. Those aren't true, true, true muscles. It's more like, I mean, it, you inject it into the bands that help basically relax the muscle so the neck looks flatter rather than banded. Okay. Looks flatter and more like a teenager oh. than a 59-year-old woman. Oh, wow. Man. Wow, nice. And how much does Botox usually cost? Oh, man, that's a great question. I mean, if you go to a med spa, I've seen it down as low as like $9 a unit. And then if you do it in New York, I've seen it as high as $22 a unit. The average person gets 20 to 40 units, so you can do the math. It's anywhere from as low as like $180 for an area to $500 an area. So if somebody was to go to uh, somebody that was charging $9 a unit compared to $20 a unit, are they getting the same Botox? I would hope so. It would be illegal if they're advertising they're giving you Botox and not giving you Botox. But in my... Can they know, water it down? Uh, yeah, they can. But a unit's a unit. So you really can't water down a unit anymore. I mean, you can you can dilute it out and do more fluid. You know, you can have nine, you know, uh, basically one unit in a tiny amount of fluid. Or you can have a unit in a lot of fluid. But it, it's still based on the... The unit is based on the price. So... I always feel, and my street sense kind of comes up, is that if they're really charging $9 a unit, they're probably telling you they're doing more units than they're actually doing. Because they're not making any, they're not even paying for their overhead if they're charging you $9 a unit. So, mm. And also $22 a unit is a little too expensive, but that's just the price of you know the New York dermatologist and plastic surgeons. I think that's a little bit too high. Um, so ideally, yes, they should be getting the same stuff. So you're saying if somebody's sometimes if people are charging too low that maybe they're saying, oh, I injected 10 units, but they only injected five. Correct. Oh, interesting. I could, I could be wrong. I hope I'm wrong. Or they're just bringing in those, 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 those patients. Hey, we really are giving you 20 units and it's $9 a unit, but we really are trying to then upsell them to lasers and things like that. So that mm. is probably also happening. Okay. I don't know, let's get the med spa owners in here one day and ask mm. them. Yes, because there is a big difference in pricing across even Los Angeles that I see people charging really low and people charging really high. And it's like, does it really matter? I mean, I guess what matters is that your injector is good at what they do. Because I think some people can inject Botox and not be good at it. And I then, think you're right. And then they can make your eyebrow drop, right? And give you a lazy eye. Yes, but it's a loaded question because sometimes you can, you know, have an, an excellent injector that will droop a brow, and it's not necessarily because they injected it wrong or poorly or wasn't weren't paying attention. It's just that some people's brows are a little labile and are droopier than others, oh, even if I, they've done it a million times before and it's never drooped. Sometimes it just actually can happen, so it doesn't necessarily reflect on how they're they're. They, I've also heard that you're them. not supposed to lay down after Botox for like six or seven hours, so that that the Botox doesn't move into a different area is that true 
urban legend. Oh. So why would laying down move the Botox, but standing up wouldn't? I have no idea where that came from. I know that's what we tell patients all the time, but yeah, it's like really don't lay down okay. because you don't want the get. Have you ever got a lazy eye, Julie? Uh, no. no, no. I've had maybe one brow that was a little higher than yeah, the other. Yeah, it but... happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it happens. Mm-hmm. But they can fix that, right? Oh, most of the time you can fix yeah. it, and that's the best part about the Botox is, God forbid, something bad happens, it will always be reversible. It is not a problem. It's you not can't a permanent thing. And you were asking me if you can go blind with Botox. Never been seen. It's such a safe medication. I really do call it a medication. And, and I think that it's interesting that your clients are afraid still of it because I feel like the, the generation now, the new generation, they don't have any qualms about it. They're like, I just need my Botox. I'm here. I need it. Let's do it. Okay. Right. So, I mean, I think most people in big cities are used to Botox and like a lot of people know what it is and a lot of people do it. But I feel like a lot of people still, even in big cities and definitely in small towns, Um, don't even know what Botox really is. They think it's uh, fillers, you know, and they think that it's just another filler um, where they don't know that it's a muscle relaxer. So um, there is a difference between Botox and fillers. Botox just numbs a muscle. It doesn't fill any lines. It It just moves out a line. It doesn't doesn't make make your your lips lips bigger. Um, Some people inject a little Botox above the lip line to try and get rid of the, the, the smoker's lines. But that also can be very tricky because then you can't, um, like, suck right. on a straw or make kissing face. You can be slobbery <laughs> if you do too much, right? Yeah. And, and it's very and tricky doing in that Botox area. in that area is, 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 is like a sort of specialized area, but it can be amazing when it's done right. But yeah. you're right. You can't tightly purse your lips, so you got to be a little careful. You have to just warn the patient and talk to them about it. Yeah. Are and so about lips? Yes. Yeah. Lip, lip. Botox around the lips, not yeah. injecting lips with filler, yeah. which is a whole other thing we can talk about one yeah. day. Yeah, there was a, a woman I knew who was at a dermatologist's office I went to years ago, and she was doing a lot of my friend's um, top lip line. Not, I mean, she was doing the vertical line, but also giving them like a little... And it's not attractive with Botox. It's First of all, you can't use a straw. And they all had this kind of ridge, and like, I, I guess you do it because you, you are using I, it. So. I love Botox in that area oh when it's done gosh. really, really subtly. Yeah. But you know, you, I you find know. that the softer, you know, the, I mean, this is what you do for a living, so I'm not going to argue with you. I feel funny saying this, but the Restylane, the Juvederm, you know, and all now though the new soft, soft, soft. Oh, products. you're talking about filler. See, we were talking about Botox. Right, but I'm saying Botox to, like, lift this area. Yeah, but if you do Botox to lift the upper lip, it does not make it look weird. It makes it look kind of beautiful. It just curls huh. the lip up, and it and it's not, you know, it's not bulking it up. Like, you know, I love filler on the lips, too, but it definitely is very subtle. So maybe that patient or that friend that you're talking about had fillers and Botox. Okay, that mm-hmm. must have been what it was. Because Botox there is so subtle and huh. so pretty. Okay, that's what So I, I want to talk about something that, um, with Botox that... Uh, young people are often saying um, that that Botox um, is a is good for prevention, and so I want to talk about that. But I want to take a quick break, and when we come back, we'll talk about like young people and Botox and this whole preventative Botox situation. I love that. Okay. All right, we'll be right back. Welcome back to Facially Conscious. 
We are talking about Botox today, and we were just touching on the subject of preventative Botox in youngins. So these young 20 people, 20 people, 20 something, 20 something peoples, those millennials, um, those millennials are being told that Botox is preventative. And, um, and so people are getting Botox really young. And I feel personally as an esthetician and with all the research that I've had, um, that that is not true. My opinion, my opinion only, my perspective. You can believe what you want, but here's my opinion. Botox is a muscle relaxer. So people are saying, well, it's gonna prevent me from getting a wrinkle. Yes, but you don't have a wrinkle. So if you don't have a wrinkle, <laughs> then what are you preventing besides paying money to get Botox for a non-wrinkle? So is it true, Dr. Vicky, that if a 27-year-old comes to you and they're like, I'm starting to get a little line, I'm starting to see it, a very faint line. If you shoot bo bo some Botox in there, will that line go away? If they're starting to have a little bit of a shadow and a little bit of a line, that line will go away with Botox. Yes. Right? Okay. So, so that's, stop right there because okay. that is okay. my point, okay. is that if you are young, you start to see a line develop on your face slightly. If you go and pay for Botox at that point, <clears throat> that line goes away. Yes. So why would you get Botox before that? Before a line or a shadow yeah. seems a little overkill. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Do people are, but I don't. I don't have anybody that has that comes in for Botox and literally has nothing at all. I don't. Oh, I have so many. Wow. Young. I mean, we are in Los Angeles, and I do see a lot of influencers. Okay. Young, early twenties. Well, it makes sense. They think if this is going to get rid of lines. Oh, I'll get a, I'll get in front of that right. and use it as a preventer, right? Because they're not very smart. Sorry, <laughs> girls and boys out there. Well, I think they're misled. Not that they're not smart. Well, I think they're misled because because there's doctors and plastic surgeons and dermatologists and eye doctors and der, uh, who are willing gynecologists to give them injections for money. Your dentists and everybody who are trying to do Botox and they're telling you like, oh, it's preventative. So you won't get lines ever. Yes, if you use Botox from your early 20s and you keep using it all through your life, you won't get, get wrinkles, sure. But you're also, if you're paying for it and you're not just getting it for free so that you talk about it to your, your fans, um, and you're paying for it, you're wasting your money. Because I feel like as soon as a line appears, you do Botox and the line goes away. Yeah, and so, but, I would, but I would say that you're not the prevention word was coined, I believe, by Allergan, who I love because they, you know, are a wonderful company. And who's company. Allergan? Allergan is a company that owns Botox, the right. billion dollar company that owns Botox. Mm -hmm. um, but I do believe that they coined the phrase. I don't think it was like an influencer because they do. They no, did not truly, an influencer. No, I know. I'm, I'm yeah. just saying, like, I'm just saying it's marketed to. It's marketed to young people and that it's the influencer influencers who are getting it for free from their doctors who are promoting it to young people. I think you're right. That's a, it's a great, you have to remind those people out there that that's probably what's happening. But I would say that even if people are coming in for Botox at 27, they start doing Botox at 27 and they say, I'm never going to get wrinkled because I'm doing it early. They're still going to get wrinkles. Unless they, Unless they literally keep doing no, don't age. Don't, don't age. If you don't 
keep living, you're you're not going to get a wrinkle. If you're right. you know, if you keep living, you're going to get wrinkles. A because there's intrinsic aging, right. and of course there's aging from all the sun that we get. So yeah. and 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 e- so even if you load up your face with Botox, trust me, 27 year olds, you are still going to get wrinkles. So eventually, yeah, eventually. But well, even the 22 year olds are getting Botox. Honestly, like I see them of all in their 20s that are doing it. Even 18 year olds, which is weird, but they're doing it. Um, I also think that that people do it. Some people um, do it too much, so uh, it's kind of trendy in Los Angeles, at least. I don't know about the other parts of the country where people like to have the completely smooth forehead that doesn't move at all, no expression, <laughs> no movement. That's boring. And um, and it's become like this trendy thing that you have this like completely glass-like forehead well, that doesn't move. Well, because the selfies move. look good in that situation. Right. <laughs> but you have filters now you can put on those, That's right? true. Yeah, yeah. So exactly. you don't really have to. I think I think you're right. I think people have become a little bit obsessed with Botox. And I would say, though, I, my youngest patient was an 18-year-old. Really? And I believe, I, I think I told you guys a story in the past. But it was kind of amazing that I actually even did it. But he, it was a he. And he had a very deep, deep, deep line on his forehead. And he said that he was allowed, his parents said he could get Botox when he was 18. Of course, he's an adult. Oh, that's so right. So he, mm-hmm. and but I he was, had a I was, reason for that because he, did he had a reason. really deep muscles that created this deep crease that made him look older and also made like a valley in his face. He had a, he had a, the Grand Canyon. It right. Was, yeah, it was an insane. unusual circumstance. And he is now in his 30s and he has been doing it pretty religiously and he has prevented that from getting deeper and more Neanderthal looking. So in a way there are certain people, whether it's a medical condition or whether it's just genetic predisposition where it's appropriate. Yeah, and right. I mean, and I feel like every... some people have a lot of movement in their forehead, a lot of muscle movement. So when they have a lot of expression and they raise their eyebrows a lot and they get those lines across their forehead or the deep fro, you know, in between that makes them look angry. When you have that kind of muscle movement, yeah, you do it for more, I, it's not medical reasons, but it's because it's like creating this aged look on you when you're really young. So doing that, I think, is is okay for those type of situations. But I also find a lot with men that if they have that deep wrinkle in between their forehead, that Botox alone does not help to smooth it out, that you actually have to do Botox to stop the muscles from moving in. But then you also have to fill it with a little bit of filler to kind of smooth out the valley that has created. You know, I find that I find that once you start feeling the valley is when you should start maybe getting a little drop if it bothers help. you for sure but you're if right the valley sometimes starts to happen otherwise deep. you need filler in there yeah, because if, if, botox is not filler let's remember that people mm-hmm. botox does not fill your face so it's it's not going to expand any wrinkles it's just going to smooth out what is there right relax the muscles that relax cause the wrinkles them. yeah but if people have it that deep you can smooth it out with Botox first and you're right if they still have a crevice and you go back in you know a couple weeks later and you put a little bit of filler in that's correct yeah so so uh go ahead I'm just asking about some of these actresses that you we see that people say oh she's had too much Botox like there's an expressionless face and everything is very lifted and pulled and smooth and And when they smile their eyes don't move yes would you say that's (laughs) primarily from Botox or is that fillers too that would cause that? It's such a great question. I think that the people who truly look really that weird, you would be surprised. Those are, that that's surgical and too much filler. Mm-hmm. But too much Botox doesn't actually look, too much Botox alone, if it's just literally Botox, they look a little bit 
non-expressive, but it doesn't, they don't look weird, they don't look grotesque, they don't look like a monster. If people start looking like monsters, it's either implants, too much filler, or weird surgeries. Mm, okay. And remember, these people that you see that are strange looking, uh-huh. not, you know, nine out of 10 look great, it's that one out of 10 person that you think, oh my God, I'm never gonna do Botox because I never wanna look at that person. The nine other people that you pass on the street, they you have Botox. You don't know that they've done it. And you don't know that mm-hmm. they've done it because mm-hmm. it can be really pretty and really, really subtle. But, mm-hmm. and it sounds like I'm a huge fan because I am, but I'm also a huge fan because I know as a medication, it really does help people who have other medical problems. So it's not, ch- I'm not just a fan girl because of the Botox, you know, for wrinkles, I'm a fan girl because it really helps other medical conditions that we, hopefully you guys will never have to suffer with. Yeah, I think for medical reasons, it's great. I think for fine lines, it's great. I think that people, some people overdo it a little too much, and I think if you do it too often and too much, the, the muscle doesn't move. You need muscle movement in order to keep that muscle kind of alive and moving. We don't want to atrophy the muscle, I've heard. <laughs> um, I've actually had people send me their patients who completely numb their their forehead and their upper uh, eye area that they never move their muscles because they get Botox too frequently and they never move those muscles. So they send them to me to do microcurrent so I can move the muscle for them so that it just doesn't go flat. That's insane. And then some people who muscles go flat, then they have to get filler to make their make them look like they have a little um, fat in their skin it looks really weird fullness yeah Yeah. that's that's actually one of the weirdest things i think you've ever told me that you've done to actually move the muscle for them yes it's like people who get hooked up but you know on machines to help move their yeah muscles to help them work like people who are paralysis you know when you're paralyzed and you can't move your muscle the muscles go completely flat right so people who've done botox since their early 20s who are now in their late 30s who've never moved those muscles since then have this weird weird look in their forehead have you never seen this i i have never seen that not in my 17 years of practicing well, that's dermatology. why i was asking yeah. she's saying it's not just botox yeah maybe it's other things that they're yeah. doing as well that's what you're saying yeah because i've seen those i know exactly what you're talking about and everyone's yeah. first reaction is always oh too much botox but <laughs> i think it is a combination of things yeah it's you weird know, somebody walked out of a uh, dermatologist office. dermatologist office once very very well-known actress and oh my goodness I don't know what was going on in there but she looked weird bad weird like what done just done and and like a lion yeah no expression <laughs> and, and, and then it was like explain and it then to it us was in the media that she was looking freaky and then she started toning it down and I think you both know the dermatologist yeah. I'm talking about who who's she talking about? I'm not sure. I don't but want. We can we're put not going to say for names. Another podcast. Yes. We're not going to say well, names. Well, I can't. I wish um, I could, but I can't. I mean, a lot of people start to look freaky when they do too much filler. The filler has it looks puffy in the beginning, and then it kind of uh, goes down in the skin. So I find that some people can look a little oh um, weird. Stop it. <laughs> oh <that laughs> no no no! <laughs> wow. Um, I want to also bring up something that that gets brought up to me a lot. <laughs> People are showing us pictures of people who look freaky. It's kind of funny, but we're I not going to we're not going to names. Okay, so oh my god, everybody we're stop! Videotaping. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're videotaping. So they can't say. So I get I get clients. I'm sure you get patients, and I'm sure you've had friends ask you, mm-hmm. "Do I need Botox? I mean, what should I do to my skin?" 
And um, I'll tell you what I tell them. I don't know what you tell them, but I want to know. But I tell people when they say to me, like, do I need Botox? I'm like, why would you ask me that? Do you think you need Botox? They're like, I don't know. Do you think I need Botox? I'm like, I'm not going to answer that. If you don't know if you need Botox, you don't need Botox. Because until you have something that bothers you, you shouldn't do anything. If something bothers you, okay, we'll address it then. If you have a specific issue that you want to deal with, I'll, we'll deal with it. But if you're asking me if I should tell you that you need Botox somewhere on your face, that's my perspective and that's my opinion and I'm not going to put that on you. I'm not going to give you a complex. you're a professional, so just like they might say, do I need exfoliation? Do I need That's brightening? different, though. Why is that different? I mean, I had a doctor one time, a very famous doctor that I went into with a with a client of mine um, that I wanted to see what the doctor was going to say to him about his eye bags because he's an actor and he's in films and he always gets cast as a cop or a detective on all his movies and he's like sick of it and he gets these big puffy he has this big puff under his eyes which gives him that look so he's like I want that gone so I can get better roles different roles I want different roles so I take him to this great doctor um, and and I'm like I'm gonna tag along I want to hear what he has to say so the doctor's talking to him about what he's gonna do and he's talking to him like I'm gonna take the fat out and then I'm gonna lipo it out and then I'm gonna put a little Restylane and then I said why do you need to put Restylane when you're taking the fat out, where are you gonna plump it back up? And he's like, well, usually when you take it out, then you have a little sunken, and then we have to do a little thing. Smoothie. He's like, kind of like you, you would do good with wrestling for your bags under your eyes. <laughs> and he's like, we could do it right now if you want. And no I was way. like, what? You just told me I have bags under my eyes. I'm like, I knew that asking. personally. That's no, but you terrible. weren't even asking. But personally, like, I, I know I have that, but I'm like, People don't see that. It's just me that sees that, right? Like, I'm not going to worry about it. I'm not going to think about it. I don't want to. But You're he not brought even it in there for consultation. No, with and the he guy. brought it's it terrible. to my attention. And I was like, ever since then, every day since then, oh, I no. sit there and I push on my lower lids to see what it'd look like if I plumped that up. And I think about it all the time. Like, should I do it? Should I do it? When should I do it? And it's been on my. It's a complex That's that awful. he gave me. Yeah, he did. Which he shouldn't have gave, no, given look me. Look into cell stuff. Huh? Yeah, he's looking to sell stuff. Right, but I think that's not right. So if somebody asked me, like, do I need Botox? I'm like, yeah, you could use a little between your eyebrows but for you, that wrinkle. But, but people are They're asking. They're like, oh, I have a wrinkle between but my people eyebrows? Are they never knew it was there. I get what you're saying. But you people know, are asking you. You weren't asking him about yourself. That's the difference. People no, are but asking you, and you're I a know, professional. But, but if they don't see the wrinkle between their forehead, it's not bothering them. So if I say... You know that wrinkle on your forehead. They're gonna be like, "Oh, I have a wrinkle no, on my forehead." No, but that—that that, you know, I would imagine if I were in your position, I'm mm-hmm. not gonna tell you what to do because you're an excellent professional. <laughs> but and I have this time after time. I would say, "What is it you think you need it for? What is it you're looking to change?" That's what I say. Yeah, if that's bothering you, then go for it. Right, but that's if all. they say, "I don't know. I don't really have anything that bothers me," but done. everybody's getting Botox, done. so I'm thinking maybe I should do it. No, then I would say, "Well, you're no. a nice voice of reason for those people, right. and that's why they like you." And that's you know, nobody right. quote unquote needs Botox like you need food and water. But if you're in the business of wanting really, really smooth skin and you have a little little line, then yeah, you and need it's Botox. available and it's wonderful. So, what would you tell them? Would you say? Well, if you want really smooth skin and you don't feel that you have smooth skin, 
you wouldn't say you don't have smooth skin. You would say if you want really smooth skin, maybe you would get some Botox. I tread lightly like you because, like I said, I that complex of that plastic surgeon gave you I never want to give to anybody so I really do I try and pick their brains and see what is bothering them because if it is something that Botox would fix the fix is so insane and so nice that they would be very happy so that's what I do I, I figure out what it, what are they complaining about? what are they complaining about are they complaining about something that Botox can fix if they're complaining about that I explain to them yes it could you you could do really but well but what if they it. don't have any complaints and they're just like should I do something I'm thinking maybe I should do something because everybody's doing things like what would you do to my skin to make me look better Unfortunately, I think when they ask that they already know that they want it and they need it they're not just like that's not the first time they're thinking about it so I, you try I, and dissect what they're thinking about? Yes. And try and figure out, like, yeah. what are their issues? Option, and I give them options. And, I mean, that's what they're there for. Because, truthfully, if you don't, if you don't give them options and tell them, what, as a dermatologist, and tell them what yeah. you can give to them, they're going go to the, they're gonna go next door and they're going to get it. Right. So I'm happy to provide my, my advice and, and my services and what I, what I can give to them. But I certainly wouldn't tell somebody that they would need a facelift, even if I thought they needed a facelift, because I think that's I think that's rude. I would never. I just wouldn't do it. Because mm-hmm. then they would probably end up hating. Their Unless face somebody and, said to you, "Can I really get enough bang for my buck with this particular procedure?" Or maybe I'm looking at the next step, which would be to get a neck lift, which I'm open to doing yeah. too. And you might if say, somebody Here's all of point, your pointedly options. asks me, right. I hate my neck, should I get a neck right. lift? And I don't think any lasers would help. There I don't think go. Botox. Of course I would say, yeah. I think this is because a surgical not, problem. You know, just sitting there but I wouldn't look them. at their face and say, oh my God, you oh, need yeah. a neck lift. Yeah. If they come yeah. and ask me. <laughs> you know what I would do for you is I would lift your brow a little bit and like fill in those deep lines and like that neck. Oh, we got to take care of that neck with some laser. And then t- $10,000 later, we'll there see you, you in six Send them out with a giant complex. Oh They're like, I God. hate that doctor. Yeah, right. They suck. <laughs> it's happening to me too. All right, you guys. Well, I think we're going to wrap this Botox thing up. I think we kind of explained what it is, right? It's a muscle relaxer. It's not poison. Um, don't start too early. Only do it when you need it, when you feel like there's a, something on your face that you want to smooth out a little bit or a little wrinkle. Don't wait too long. Because then you'll you'll end up with a big old divot in your <laughs> brow or some kind of a valley that then is very hard to get rid of. <laughs> Not everybody has that valley. <laughs> I know, but I you know yeah. I felt I felt you were that. doing good on the bullet points. Keep going. Keep <laughs> okay. going. So, anyways, Go just uh, you know that's what Botox is about. So. Just be careful who you go to. It is about the injector. Just be careful that you go to somebody that you trust, somebody, a referral, uh, because you know just going to get cheap Botox from somebody doesn't mean that you're going to get a good Botox right. situation. Right, and go slowly, please. Yeah, don't yes. inject too much. Inject a little, see how you like it. If you don't, if you need a little more, you can get a little more. If you over inject, it could cause really a weird look on your face. And if you smile with your eyes be careful putting it in those crow's feet because it can make you smile weird and then you look weird. That's just my opinion. (laughs) All right. Thanks for joining us today on Facially Conscious. We will see you next time with a surprise. See you soon. Bye. 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 I didn't know what we're talking about next time. I know. That was great. I love it. What a surprise. Why don't you say really quick, uh, uh, thanks for just do that ending again because we can like,
chop it up really quick. You didn't find it. You went. You went straight into. You didn't put a cap on it. Oh. Well, and also, well, no. She she didn't say you can send your questions at Gmail oh. and. Yeah, and then end it and give silence. Yeah. Oh. God, Trina. <laughs> Suck. All right, well, Suck. thank you for joining us today on Facially Conscious. One more time. Okay. Just because I think it was over. She was like, Suck. Yeah. Um, okay. All right, well, we're going to wrap this up. Thank you for joining us today talking about Botox. And we have a super surprise for you next time. So we hope to hear from you. If you have any questions that you want us to address, please email us at faciallyconscious at gmail.com. Check out our Instagram with more information and YouTube if you want to see us live. Thanks for joining in. Thank you. Bye, Thanks, everybody. Ladies.